Well, good morning and welcome to another episode of the Florida Fun Podcast, your destination for Florida fun. My name is Josh, I'm your host, and today is Monday, August 16th, 2021, and welcome to episode 11. Today we're going to talk about some special things that are going on in here in the state of Florida. Things that have come, I would say, maybe a little bit early this year, but uh, we'll wait and see how that all turns out. I do want to let you know how to get a hold of me. Uh, you can always drop me an email. I am Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, you can get a hold of me as well. I am FloridaFun6 at FloridaFun6 on Twitter. And on Instagram, you can always uh, enjoy our Florida Fun Podcast live video series. Send me a message. Send me a direct message. Uh, and that is Florida Fun Podcast. So it's Instagram.com forward slash Florida Fun Podcast. So you can tell it's that time of the year again. The crisp fall air, a slight chill outside, cinnamon and pumpkin spice everywhere, pumpkins and gourds on everyone's porches and in store windows, decorations everywhere, children wearing costumes, the changing leaves as you walk through your neighborhood, sweaters, football season. It's obviously time for Halloween. But, wait a minute, isn't it August? That's right, guys, the Halloween season has officially come here to Florida, and it's August. Like I said, today is Monday, August 16th, so I guess we're going to do Halloween a little early this year, so I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Halloween is my favorite holiday, so going into Halloween makes me very happy, but I don't know if I feel Halloween in August. I think that's even a little bit early for me. So I want to do these in no particular order. I want to do maybe ones that I've been to, maybe ones that my kids have been to, my family's been to, we've been to together, maybe ones that I haven't been to, um, and we'll, we'll talk about all the stuff. So August is officially Halloween season here in Florida. I know it's still summer, it's still hot, we still have rain outside, there's still a chance of hurricanes coming through, so... Hopefully none of that happens. We've already had a couple of scares so far this year. But let's get right to it. All right, first one on my list is the Disney After Hours Boo Bash. The Boo Bash took the place of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which we have been to. My, my, my wife and I have been. We've been with friends. We've been with family a couple times. Um, and it's just a fantastic event. Uh, you get to wear costumes. There's trick-or-treating. Uh, there's fireworks. There's a parade. Um, my favorite part is the undead from the uh, the Haunted Mansion. Uh, they're all dressed up in their suits, the butlers, and they, they do a, a thing where they scrape the, the, the shovels on the ground and make sparks as they go around. Um, and listening to uh, the music, which is fantastic, the, the, the candy, they, they have great candy there, um, and lots of treats, and the rides are open, we went on, uh, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, we went on Haunted Mansion, we went on Space Mountain, so it's, it's a really, really great event. So, I don't know if it's because of COVID, I assume it probably is, maybe because the park was closed for so long, I don't know if that's true or not, um, but the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party has been changed to Disney's After Hours Boo Bash this year, and I don't know if that's going to stay. But I know that's the way it is right now, so don't look for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. You are not going to find it. It's a different name now. This is running August 10th to October 31st. It's already running. There's already dates that uh, have occurred. Uh, it is only at the Magic Kingdom, and um, the uh, event itself is for ages 3 and up. 
Um, not really recommended for kids under the age of three. Does that mean kids aren't going to come in? No, that means they only sell tickets between ages three and up. If you're under three, you get in for free. Um, I would say of all the Halloween events, there's a couple more that I'm going to talk about, but all the Halloween events, this is definitely a family-friendly one. This is one that if you're on vacation, you're visiting from out of town, you're visiting family, you happen to be in the Disney area, uh, you got some change in your pocket, and we'll talk about that in a moment to uh, to dislodge out of your pocket, and you want to give that to the nice folks at the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, this is one you can take your kids to. This is one that is not scary. So it used to be called Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Event for a reason. Um, like I said, it is going to be August 10th to August 31st, so it's going to run right up to Halloween night. Um, it is only at the Magic Kingdom. Now, it depends on what night you go, right? So um, there is no differential... Um, between uh, the ages, everybody three and up is all the same price uh, on the night when you go. But the the prices can change depending on what night you go. The closer to the actual event, uh, the tickets would run as much as $249 per person per night. So a family of four, you're looking at $1,000 out the door before you even do anything, before you even get in the park. Um, October, unfortunately, is totally sold out. Uh, most of September is sold out, and the rest of August is sold out. The only days as of the recording of this podcast that I could find that were available uh, was September 12th and September 19th. Now, I said you can get in as early as 7 o'clock, right? So you can get in at 7 o'clock. The event itself starts at 9 on those nights. It depends on 9 or 9.30, depends on what night you go. Um, it does start at 9 on those nights. So the event itself does run... Uh, on those nights for September 12th and September 19th from 9 p.m. until 12 midnight and uh, features a lot of stuff. So the tickets I looked for those nights were $129, so much better than closer to Halloween. Uh, they're $129 per person per night, so you're looking at about $500 and some change uh, for a family of four to get in. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a pricey event. It's, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it does include uh, lots of things, which are uh, pretty amazing for this year. Um, there's no parade, and I don't know if you've been keeping up with the parks lately, but they do have what's called cavalcades, and those cavalcades are going to be when they're going to uh, show off the characters. But you, they don't want people standing in one area and waiting and, and you know being gathered together and you know, the spread of COVID, right? So they have a cavalcade. Uh, there's three of them. Mickey's Happy Halloween Cavalcade that features Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto. Uh, the Disney Villain Cavalcade, which features Dr. Facilier, the Queen of Hearts, and Jafar. And Jack's Nightmare Cavalcade, and that's Jack Skellington, Sally, and Oogie Boogie. Um, also, uh, Maleficent will come out in all her Dragon League glory, and she comes out as a fire-breathing dragon. So that is going to happen uh, a few times a night. If I remember correctly, I want to say it's three times a night. Um, there are character sightings. So I said sightings, not pictures. They're not going to pose with you, but you can maybe get them over your shoulder, do a selfie, that kind of thing, or take photographs of them. Um, and that's everyone from Goofy, Chippendale, uh, Miss Carlotta, Miss Renata, and Broom the Butler from the Haunted Mansion, Foul Fellow, and Gideon. And uh, so you can take pictures and photographs of them. Um, the Cadaver Dans uh, are definitely worth going to see. They are a fantastic a cappella group. Um, during the day, they're called the Dapper Dans. I'm sure people have probably seen them. They've been around for a very, very long time. Um, but over the Halloween event, Mickey's uh, Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which is this year called uh, the Disney After Hours Boobash, they are called the Cadaver Dans, um, and they're just fantastic. They're, they're, they're great. So they're def definitely a must-see if you find your way out there. 
um, included in mission in your admission. Okay, so I know it's expensive. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm there with you. Right, full time job, money, kids, you know, paying the mortgage, all that kind of stuff. Right. But included in your admission is your trick or treat candy. They do have trick or treat pathways that you can go and back and forth as much as you want. I mean, if you want to walk around, I'm not going to tell you that one year we walked away with like 11 pounds of candy. Uh, yes, that actually happened. Um, but, uh, you know, if you, you want to walk around and get your trick-or-treat candy, you can do that. Um, it does include allergy-friendly candy options, um, and Disney does a great job with this, too. They really, really do. They do a great job with if you're, you know, you want sugar-free because you're diabetic or if you can't eat certain things. Like me, I'm on a special diet. Um, I don't talk about it very often, but I'm on a special diet, so it would depend what's there, if I could eat it or not. But um, they do have allergy-free options. Um also, this year, for the first time, which this is kind of cool, this is kind of neat, um, they do include ice cream, novelties, popcorn, and select beverages at carts throughout the park, um, which is kind of a neat thing because in the past that was not included, right? If you wanted a bottle of soda, you had to buy it. If you wanted ice cream or popcorn, yes, they were for sale, but you had to buy them, so they weren't included. But this year they are included. I'm sure they probably you know, are just for any guest to walk up and, and grab them uh, because I, you know, to, to keep you happy while you're there. Um, there are some special uh, Halloween uh, treats, uh, Halloween-themed treats. There is an apple ginger dale uh, frozen drink and a foolish mortal funnel cake. Uh, those looked really, really good. Um, so if you happen to be there. Now, those are not included in the price of admission. Those are additional. So if you want to get one of those, you do have to open your wallet and spend a little cash for those. Uh, but those are not included, but they do look fantastic. Um, also, uh, how costumes are encouraged and admitted there, but there are guidelines and rules as to what costumes can be worn, how you can wear them. Um, usually you can't wear a mask, but you can wear face paint. Um, you can't bring realistic-looking weapons like swords and firearms, that kind of stuff. You can't do that. Um, and uh, so they do have uh, rules set out on their website about all that as well. So uh, any further questions, you can download the My Disney Experience app for the latest updates or go to uh, the Disney website and look for Boobash. Uh, so I have definitely been to that event. My family's been to that event. Uh, one place that we've been over and over and over again, and this is just the most kid-friendly place I can possibly imagine, um, is SeaWorld. And SeaWorld does have their Spooktacular. That's their yearly Spooktacular. And this year they have something brand new, uh, Hollow Scream at SeaWorld. So that, I'm going to talk about that um, in, in just a second. Um, the Spooktacular is going to be weekends only. That's September 18th until October 31st. So they haven't quite started yet, but they will start this weekend. Um, there's a trick-or-treat trail for all ages. Costumes are allowed and are not required. So if you don't want to wear a costume but you still want to go trick-or-treating, that's fine. You want to wear just a, a Halloween-themed T-shirt or a ball cap, or you don't want to wear any, any costumes at all, that's fine. They'll, they'll give you some candy. Um, they do have some good stuff like Tootsie Rolls, Smarties, and Airheads. Um, but SeaWorld usually has a pretty good selection of candy as well. So if you're going for it, and, and you can tell me I'm all about the candy, uh, that's certainly something that you want to go and check out. Um, there are uh, there is the Halloween dance party, which is very kid friendly. Um, there's live music. There's meet a mermaid. You can do that while you're there. Uh, specially themed uh, reusable bags uh, are for sale there and uh, can be used at the event. 
Um, and it certainly is a, a fantastic thing. Each of the bags has some kind of an animal in a Halloween costume and some kind of a saying. Uh, we have several of those, and, and they're very, very cool. And I'll tell you, reusable is that. I mean, they we've used them over and over again for years, and they hang in there. And I want to say they're not, you know, 18, 20 bucks. They're not, not super expensive. Um, they do have a costume-friendly policy there as well. If you want to wear a costume to go trick-or-treating, you are more than allowed to do so. They, they welcome them for you. Um, but uh, for kids ages 13 and older, you are not allowed to wear a mask or a hood. Um, and I'm sure that's just for safety reasons, right? Um, so they don't want you walking around with a mask. It's the same thing you're going to bump into with the Magic Kingdom. You know, they're going to have the same policy. If you want to wear face paint or you want to put a you know a clown nose on or you want to put a wig, that kind of stuff, they have no problem with that. But you can't wear a mask or a full hood. Um like I said before, the first ever, never before, at SeaWorld, and this is going to be SeaWorld's Hallow Scream Orlando. Uh, this is already, uh, this is going to run in September. It's going to be September 10th to October 31st. Um, it is a brand new event, 27 nights. Um, it is select nights, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday only. Okay, normally things are like Saturday and Sunday, but this is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday only. You want to check the website for uh, tickets and event information. Um, there are haunted houses, there are terrifying shows, uh, there are scare zones and roaming hordes of uh, bad guys that are there to scare your pants off. Um, there are rides and, and uh, special uh, 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 attractions that are open, Mako and Infinity Falls. Infinity Falls, I just went on that recently, that was a fantastic ride, my daughter and I went on that. Uh, you can ride Mako and Infinity Falls in the total and complete darkness. So it's fun during the day. Try to ride the whole thing with your eyes closed and not see the waves coming, not see the bounce coming, not see that kind of... Or ride a roller coaster completely pitch black dark with your eyes closed. So uh, that should be extremely thrilling. That should be a fantastic thing to do. Um, Tickets start at $79 per person. They do have a VIP terror tour, um, and that basically gives you... You know, backstage access, front of the line access, it gives you treats, it gives you show access, it gives you show seating, it gives you all that. It, 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 fantastic. Just just a really, really cool thing. Um, those are $189 per person. Um, you, of course, want to check the website and make sure that there's availability. Now, I have been to Spooktacular at SeaWorld. That is a very family-friendly event. Um, kids in strollers, toddlers, older kids, you know, adults, whatever, that's fine. Um, they strongly word on their website that Hallow Scream at SeaWorld Orlando is not a kid-friendly event. It is not something that you want to take any kids to. Um, I would say if your kid is able to handle, you know, uh, violence and gore, say they're 18, 19, 20 years old, um, they intend to scare you. They're not going to take it easy on you. And I think sometimes people get that confused when they go to things like um, Halloween Horror Nights and they take kids in a stroller and their kid screams the entire time, Mommy, Mommy, why are they being so mean to me? Why are they trying to scare me? It is a is an adult-themed uh, scare event for Halloween because adults sometimes like to be scared. So I would say definitely do not take your kids uh, to this event unless they're able to handle that kind of thing. Unless they go into scare houses with you. They, they like to watch... Uh, scary movies with you, they enjoy all that kind of stuff, then then definitely. But if you have younger ones like I do, there's no way I would take my younger ones there, but but uh, I think I might I might try and go, you know, maybe one night uh, down to SeaWorld and kind of see. Um, one place that my kids and I have definitely been is to Legoland, Florida. That's down in Lake Wales. Um, and they have an event every year called Brick or Treat. 
Um, Brick or Treat is kind of their Lego Halloween event. The, the park is dressed up in Lego pumpkins and Lego um, Halloween uh, effects. There is a Trick or Treat trail. Um, it is a really cute event. It happens during the day. Um, some of the, the, the staff is dressed up in Halloween costumes. Some are, some aren't. Um, it is during normal park operating hours. This is not an extra ticketed event. Just like Spooktacular at SeaWorld is not an extra ticketed event. You can get in just with your daily park admission. Um, so you don't have to worry about buying anything extra. If you have an annual pass, that's fine. If you want to buy a daily ticket, that's fine. That's all included in there. Um, uh, you Costumes are allowed. My kids have dressed up in costume a couple of times. Again, this is one of those, if you want to dress up in costume, great. If you don't, they're not going to... They're not going to be grumpy about it. If you want to just walk up and say, "Hey, can I, can I have some trick or treat? Can I have some candy?" They'll they'll give you some candy. They're they're cool with all that. Um, the characters there. There is a Halloween themed ski show, if I remember correctly, uh, or a pirate themed ski show, which is very very cool. There's a dance party. There is uh, the rides are open. Uh, trick or treat area for the kids. Characters in Halloween costumes. Uh, so lots and lots and lots of great stuff. So. Definitely, if you have little people and you happen to be anywhere near the Central Florida, Lake Wales, uh, Lower Orlando area, and you want to go and check out uh, Brick or Treat. Um, also, Legoland Florida is a great park, right? Uh, we've been there several times with our kids. Um, my kids have been there several times with my mother-in-law and my wife, um, and it is a fantastic place to go. So if you've never been to Legoland, if you've never been there, um, this would be a great reason to go, a great excuse to go. Um, we did go, we stayed at the Legoland Pirate Island Resort, and uh, if you happen to stay there, it is a very short walk over to the park. Um, you go through a little security, uh, they don't do temperature checks or anything like that anymore. Um, you are required to wear a mask in the park, um, and other than that, uh, I think you're I think you're required. Uh, we chose to. Um, but uh, other than that, they, they, uh, uh, it's a fantastic park. Uh, very kid-friendly, lots of great stuff to see and do. The thing that amazes me about uh, Legoland Florida is that someone had to build all those Lego exhibits. Someone had to be there and design them and build them and snap them together. Now, again, they're, they're glued, they're cemented together. Uh, there's a whole mini-land area. Uh, there are decorations that they put out every year. But someone had to snap them together. Someone or a group of someone had to snap them together. Um, and that's a very, very cool event, too. Um, another uh, event, which is a very adult event uh, and a very kid-friendly event. There's two of them down there. Uh, the sister park to SeaWorld Orlando is Busch Gardens Tampa. And if you've never been to Busch Gardens Tampa, now is the time to go. Uh, kids are back in school, so it'll be uh, a little bit slower. Now, Tampa's premier Halloween event is uh, Hallow Scream. That's in Busch Gardens. Tampa, um, again, this is another uh, very much like Hallow Scream at SeaWorld Orlando, uh, a very adult uh, event. It's very frightening. Uh, my wife and I have been to that once. Um, there's like a blood festival where you can go and have a big dinner. Um, there are live shows. The rides are on. Um, uh, there are scare areas. There's haunted houses. Um, uh, they've got, you know, the, the chainsaw people, the, the deranged clowns running around trying to scare people, shaking cans full of coins and, you know, trying to scare you. And, and uh, you know, they really get, uh, they really enjoy the, the more that you seem frightened, the more that they tend to enjoy it. So uh, definitely if you're a scream kind of person, if you're one of those and, and you go to an event like Hollow Scream at SeaWorld or Hollow Scream at Busch Gardens uh, and you scream, they will, they'll dig it. They'll chase you around and uh, it's, it's a really fun event. Um, 
This one's also Select Night, September 10th through October 31st. Uh, this is a Thursday through a Sunday as well. Um, this one does have five haunted houses. Three of them are all new. Uh, so if you've been in the past, there are three all new haunted houses this year. Eight scare zones and the roaming hordes of maniacs. Um, there are new unmarked scare zones, which is kind of neat. Um, in the past, it was kind of they told you the rules, right? Hey, you're, you're, you're safe here, but they can scare you here. But then you're safe here, but then they can scare you over here. Now there are unmarked. Uh, there's an unmarked zone. So you may be in a safe zone, and they may still come and get you, right, because it's unmarked. Um, two fan-favorite shows they have going on there. Also, uh, rides are running during the event, such as um, Shikra, Falcon's Fury, um, Cheetah Hunt, and Tigress, um, and live music by The Rolling Bones, uh, which, I don't know, any band called The Rolling Bones, i got to check out. That seems really, really cool. Um uh, select prices for the nights. Uh, tickets start at night do start at forty one ninety nine per person. Also at Bush Gardens there is an unlimited uh, admission price, just like they have at SeaWorld Orlando. That allows you to go as many times as you want to. Um, there's a two times pass, which gives you one trip to SeaWorld Orlando's uh, Halloween event and one trip to Bush Gardens Halloween event. Uh, those are on sale as well, and uh, you want to check their calendar, BushGardens.com, for more information. Um, there is also a family-friendly, just like in Seward, Orlando, there's a family-friendly Halloween event at Bush Gardens, Tampa. Um, this is the Sesame Street Kids Weekends. These run from October 2nd to October 31st. Um, it's got all the same stuff, right? Trick-or-treating, um, kids in costume, uh, the characters, most likely the Sesame Street characters, um, Big Bert and Ernie and um, Grover and Oscar and you know all the rest of them will probably be in some kind of a Halloween costume. Um, as of the time I recorded this podcast, it said more details to come. So that has not been fully released yet, um, but I would say that is definitely the equivalent of Spooktacular at um, SeaWorld Orlando. So if you have little ones and you live in the Tampa area and you want to go, I would go during the day um, to the Sesame Street Kids Weekends uh, right there over October. If you live in the Orlando area and you've got little ones and you want to be able to celebrate Halloween, uh, then I would go to Spooktacular at Halloween because that is a very kid-friendly event. So you definitely want to check that out. Uh, normally, I'm going to have somebody read the trivia question for us, uh, but today it's just me, so it is time for our Halloween trivia time. So the question for today is, out of which vegetable were jack-o'-lanterns originally made? Is it A, pumpkins, B, squash, C, turnips, or D, onions? Which one do you think it is? A, pumpkins, B, squash, C, turnips, or D, onions? Stay tuned. We'll get you the answer in just a few minutes. So here in Jacksonville, Florida, we do have some Halloween-related things as well, uh, some things that I've been to, some things I haven't been to, some things that I'd like to go to. Um, first off, the big ticket event here is the uh, Jacksonville Zoo Spooktacular, which is just a fantastic event. Um, if you have kids and you want to go, it is open during the day. Uh, the zoo is open during the day. They do have decorations during the day, but this is more of an evening Kind of, you know, seven to nine, five, six, seven to nine, somewhere around there kind of event. Um, the last time I went, uh, it's been a little while, but the last time I went, there were areas there you could be scared, and there's areas where are a little more kid-friendly, younger kid-friendly, where they don't scare you. Um, there is trick-or-treating. They do hand out candy there. Um, the park is decorated. There are areas where uh, you can ride the carousel. Uh, you can go back into some... Mo- most of the animals will be put away by then, because this will be an evening, nighttime kind of an event. Um, 
uh, as of last year, it was October 21st, to October 23rd to the 31st. Um, so it's only a couple of weekends. Um, and like I said, there's a trick-or-treat uh, trail. There is candy. Costumes are allowed. You are allowed to wear a costume to this event. Um, most of the rules and regulations for the other parks do apply as well, though. Uh, no masks, no realistic weapons, um, no hoods, uh, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, if you happen to be in the Jacksonville area, in northeast Florida, and you're in the, I would say, last two weeks of the Halloween season in October, um, this is definitely something to check out. Now, they didn't have their dates released as of yet, um, but this is definitely something to check out. So my family has been several times. Um, the train is not running during the Halloween event, although it does run during the Christmas event, and we'll talk more about that over the Christmas time. Um, but uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Got to go. A lot of fun. Um, if you got little people, it's a great way to kind of wear them out and then the drive home. Uh, usually my kids would fall asleep on the drive home. Uh, we would take their costumes off of them, put them in their jammies, and put them to bed, and then that would be about it. Uh, so they can get some candy there. Not a ton, not like at the Magic Kingdom, but, you know, a, a couple good handfuls. And uh, usually you can, you know, hang out and, you know, whatever. The, the, the snack place is usually open. The food bar, uh, food court's usually open. Um, and uh, usually not a bad place to hang out for the night. Um, also here in Jacksonville, the Caddyshack Ranch has a uh, Halloween haunted forest. Um, we have been to the Caddyshack Ranch several times, uh, once or twice. Um, and uh, it is a unique place. It's a very cool place to go. Um, basically, the mission behind the Caddyshack Ranch, uh, and that's C-A-T-T-Y, Shack Ranch. That's in kind of northern Jacksonville area. Um, is they take big cats that have either been um, at other animal care areas. They can't handle them anymore, or they've gotten too large or too expensive, or they don't have room for them. And when I say big cats, I'm not talking like your average house cat. I'm talking like tigers, lions, leopards, panthers, cheetah, that kind of thing. Um, and uh, they take care of them, and they give them a place to live, and they feed them, and they give them veterinary care, and uh, they give them, you know, uh, pools to play in. The last time we saw, there were uh, several large cement pools that they had put into the ground that the lions could go and roll in. They had smaller areas for bobcats and uh, rescued birds, which I thought was really, really amazing. So um, if you haven't had a chance to check out the Caddyshack Ranch, uh, that is a very cool place. Um, and all your uh, money that you spend there goes right back into rescuing animals and, and keeping them safe and providing for uh, welfare for these big cats. So uh, don't be scared. Go. It's a cool place. I mean, is it an all-day thing? No, but I can tell you we went there Easter morning for an Easter egg hunt. And we got the kids together, and we drove out there, and we went to the Easter morning Easter egg hunt, and uh, it was a lot of fun. They separated them out by age. They had different fields. They had Easter eggs. Our kids went around and got some Easter eggs. We got to see the big cats, and um, it's a nice, kind of a nice drive, kind of off in the country there a little bit, but uh, it's definitely a very, very cool place. Um, also, other things like the Beaches Town Center Fall Festival and Costume Party, um, Lots of other events. Uh, Trunk or Treat is always going on in different places and different churches and different areas. Um, but uh, you want to check your local area. Um, so you want to check your local calendar for events that will be close to you in Florida. So uh, time for our Halloween trivia answer. And the question, if you remember, was out of which vegetable were jack-o'-lanterns originally made? Was it A, pumpkins, B, squash, C, turnips, or D, onions? And the answer is turnips. 
jack-o'-lanterns were originally made out of turnips. So if you got that right, congratulations. If not, we'll give you more trivia on our next episode. So guys, I'm going to call that the end of this episode, and I hope you got tons of great Halloween information and tons of great ideas to do in uh, here in the state of Florida, tons of great things to see and do. Um, I love Halloween. Like I said, Halloween is my favorite holiday. Uh, nothing in the world beats Halloween and candy and costumes and trick-or-treating and, and you know, the great pumpkin Charlie Brown and all that. That's that's just fantastic. But the thing I love the most is, is watching my kids enjoy it, and I hope you guys are able to do that as well. Um, remember, you can always get a hold of me anytime I am on Instagram. Check out my Florida Fun Podcast live videos on Instagram, uh, and that is instagram.com forward slash Florida Fun Podcast. Coming up really soon, guys, food and restaurant reviews. We're going to interview some local people. We're going to go on location tours. So we have lots and lots and lots going on. Um, follow me on Twitter, if you would, please, twitter.com forward slash Florida Fun 6. And feel free to drop me an email anytime. My email address is floridafunpodcast at gmail.com. Guys, thank you so much for being here with me. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being involved in the podcast. Uh, your support, your following me, your messages, your encouragement means more to me than you could ever know. And I certainly appreciate you indulging me. I hope every episode is getting a little bit better. I hope that it's feeling a little more professional. Uh, and it's feeling a little more about what you want to hear. Uh, the biggest thing I ask of you guys is if you're listening to me on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or somewhere like that, like and subscribe, make a comment, tell me how you feel. And if not, if you would share it, share that you're listening to the Florida Fun Podcast. Share it on social media, tell a friend, tell a neighbor, post it on your website, whatever it might be, post it on your Instagram, post it on your Facebook page. And let people know, because the more people that know, the bigger audience we have, the more we can get the word out, the more we can tell people uh, about all the amazing things to see and do here in the state of Florida. And finally, guys, I do hope that you enjoy the Halloween season, although it is only August. And I know the Halloween season, trust me, it came up quick for me, too. I looked at my calendar, and I swear it said August 16th, and next to it said Halloween time at Spooktacular and SeaWorld and Bush Gardens. And so I'm shocked, just like all the rest of you. But I hope you enjoy your Halloween season. I hope you guys have a great time. And uh, we certainly thank you for being involved in the podcast. And we hope that you guys are going to have a great day, and we will certainly see you out there.